Morning. Okay, so we've been uh, off for a few few weeks now. So I assume everybody was working on themselves the past two weeks and bitachon during vacation. No, big ball bitachon. Somebody asked me, somebody who listens to the shirim, he says, "What am I supposed to do?" Because it was between weeks. <coughs> two weeks I would go, I couldn't make it because my wife was uh, on a chesed missionary to Israel. Last week was the vacation week, so it's in between those two weeks. Somebody says, "What?" What, what am I going to do? We got, I need my, my Bitochen share. I said, we have 85 share that are old. You could, could review. It's always good to review. Not only is it good to review, it's imperative because it's not, it's not really a review. Until we totally, fully acquire the usodos, the foundational ideas, and we're living with that Bitochen, so it's not review. It's still learning. And it's okay because we're probably going to be in the status quo. You're going to be in the status of learning our whole lives. We should never think we're done. We're always learning. Learning, relearning, reviewing, making mistakes, getting back up, trying again, but always learning. That's the most important thing. Always, always in a state of learning. You can't learn everything at the same time, but as those who are still here have been with us for a while understand that Bitochen is of the most important things to be learning and constantly be in a state of learning. So it's Kedai, even if we don't have a shear, to, to, to go back, go back to the earlier shirim. So with that said, I was thinking this morning, I don't think I'll get in trouble, but let's talk about some, some yesodas. And then we'll get back, try to get back to where we're holding here. So we're sitting in the sugya. Trust, trust in the Kodesh Baruch if, if you were thinking, if you were sitting and thinking, say right now, <clears throat> what's, what's the source of my trusting in the Kodesh Baruch It's good to think about these things. Very, very good. What's the source? We're talking about Bittachon again and again and again and again. Trusting in Hashem. Everything is in His hands. Everything is going to be good. What's the source of that? How do I know that? Shem. More. So, so let's, let's go slow. So we have Bitochen, and Bitochen has the seven qualities, right? To fully trust that my heart should feel reliant and trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, right? We have the seven major Yesodo, seven qualities of someone, or let's go right straight to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that one has to really have in order to fully trust in every situation. <coughs> right? A Kaddish Baruch is compassionate and empathetic. He loves us. Kaddish Baruch Hu <coughs> always pays attention. He's not lax. Hashem is the strongest. Kaddish Baruch Hu knows what's truly best for us more than anybody else. Kaddish Baruch Hu has been with us since the beginning. The beginning of our creation. You can go even further back. Kaddish Baruch Hu can get anything and everything done. He does. And a Kaddish Baruch is kind <clears throat> even if we don't feel we deserve. Right? These are the seven qualities we've been learning going over and over and over again. We have the Bitochen cards. These are the qualities that we have to believe in that a Kaddish Baruch has. And therefore, we can trust <clears throat> in every situation of our life, wherever we're holding, whatever's going to happen, whatever has happened, we trust it. Based on all these, this is, this is, everything's fine. Everything's good. Everything's the best it could be. Could breathe, it could be calm. Okay? 
We have to do a shtadlis, of course, but we're set. Right, so where does that come from? Why do I why do I why do I believe why do I believe that? How do I know that Hashem is compassionate? Why do I believe that? I'm gonna take a sip of my coffee. What do you think? Just thinking back to this week's this week's parsha. Mm-hmm. So we have a bris covenant with Hashem, and we're like his children. So the parent is take care of a child. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that's the basis because of that. Those pesukim in the Torah. Therefore, you now trust in a kaddish baruch. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong, Chassidim, and you, you are right. But is that is that really how you feel? I'm, you're telling me that intellectually. I'm not denying that. But are you actually trusting in a kaddish baruch Hu, And when we have a situation at hand that we have to deal with, and then we say to ourselves, "Okay, kaddish baruch Hu, it's it's you, and you're the one who's compassionate, and it's for the best, and therefore I don't have to worry." Is that? Right, that whole mode, that whole process that we're going through, is that coming because that there was a bris said in Parshas Yisro? Maybe, yeah, I'm, a- I'm asking you. A person has to be, you know, you don't have to answer out loud. I will continue talking, don't worry. You don't have to answer. I have a few more things to say. But think in your head, is, is, that, is that really where it's coming from? I would venture probably not. But it could be I'm wrong. Is that where it's coming from? How many times have you thought about that bris before? Yeah, it was in last week's parsha, and last year was in last week's. It was parsha, and, and the year before that. Was, but besides that, how how often are we thinking about that about that bris? <clears throat> so again, some people might. I'm not saying not. I'm just giving open conversation. There's always the leap of faith. You got to make a leap of faith somewhere. So you have to have a muna. And once you establish your muna, then you can work on your betach. Okay, so we have we have now we're going to go back to Yisod one. <clears throat> before betachan, it's clear. I, mean, I just want to be very clear. Before B'tachon, to trust in Hashem, Hashem is compassionate, Hashem is strong. Well, you need to have a moon in Hashem. Very basic. We're going very basic. I think the most basic, most simple is the best. Once you get complicated, good luck to you, sir. Simple. So B'tachon is based on a moon. Belief, we'll call it. Belief, there's trust and there's belief. I believe in Hashem. Where does believing in Hashem come from? I believe. Where does believing in Hashem come from? Basic. See, we're starting, I want to just make a point here. We're starting, and most people in this world, they're learning, let's say they're learning Shabbat and It's become very, very popular. Baruch Hashem. But that's in the middle of a larger safer of, of Chavos Lavos. Shabbat is one shar <clears throat> smack in the middle of a, of a big safer. There's other gates. To just learn this safer without the at least the prakim beforehand, he can't really get what he's saying. Every step of the Chavos Levavos is building, 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 building. So again, most people just start with this because there is what to learn. If you just take the Shabbat and right in the middle of where, wherever you're holding, you can, you can grow a lot in life, 100%. I learned Shabbat before I learned the other, the other prakim and it tremendously changed my life and it's true. But we do have to understand that there is, there is what is before this even. So let's say we go back to Amun. But then I'm asking, where is it? 
And these are these are basic questions that we should have learned, like in. The, uh, I'm not telling you. Right? We should have well, these are questions we should have been dealt with when we were in school or what at some point, but we didn't. Still working on them right now. It's always learning, always learning about Amuna. But what, where does your Amuna come from? Why why do you believe in Hashem? We're not even at trusting it. Why do you believe? So one answer you should be able to answer. Take another sip for, for drama. Now you don't have to, I'm hoping that everybody in their head knows the answer or at least has some kind of answer and they're just not saying it for whatever reason, which is fine. But if you don't have an answer, there's what to work on, right? I'm not saying bad or good. I'm, I also think about these things all the time and it's important. But if you don't have an answer to that question, there's something severely lacking in one's personal life, and as a vote as Hashem. Again, everybody here could have an answer. I'm not judging anybody here. But that person has to have that answer. So I'll keep going. It's fine. So one answer could be the Torah. We just had a, we just, we have the Torah, and it says, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Matan Torah, Kabbalah Torah, Anoch Hashem Elokecha, Shatzayisichem Eretz Mitzrayim. I'm the God who took you out of Mitzrayim. So my Amuna, I believe in a God because Hashem said, it's in the Torah, it's written, I believe in the Torah. <clears throat> Torah has been passed around, passed down since, uh, right, it's, again, it's a belief. The Torah has been, was passed down since our Sinai. Hashem came to the people and said, I'm Hashem. And that was passed to Moshe, to Yeshua, to the Zekanim, down and down and down to the Torah we have right now. And in it says, I'm God. So I believe in God because it says in the Torah. Is that a valid, would you say that's a valid uh, source of emunah? Because of what did you say? Because the, because the Torah says, I know and I, I believe in the, in the Torah, it was passed down. Valid? I think so. Probably valid, yeah. But if you think about it a little bit deeper, it's very funny. I'm believing in God because it says in his Torah, in, in a book... That in the book, it says, I'm Hashem. So how do I, why do I believe in the book? Or, there's something off in the logic a little bit. But is it really? What if you just... You just what if you just believe? You have it built into your DNA that you've always believed, even before you are aware of what it said in the Torah. Something that's just there. So a different answer. Yes. Oh, so we'll get, okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. But if a person says, I believe in Hashem, because it says in the Torah, I know Hashem Lekecha, everybody would be okay with that. But if you think about it deeper, it's, it's still a funny thing. Now, so there's a big, there was a big, there was a big machlokas between where does a person's, now I've heard this when I was younger, and that's what I was thinking about. Where does our, I'm not sure if it's our muna, I think, I think the shaila was, where is our belief in Ashgacha Pratis? Ashgacha Pratis, maybe, or Amunastam. So machlokas, is it because of Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Or because of Maisa Bereshus? Right? Is it because a Kaddish Baruch took out the nation from Mitzrayim? Or because he created a world? Everybody's arguing back and forth. It says, I know, Mitzrayim. All they say, no, but you have to go back to the beginning of the Torah. It says in Maisa Bereshus. But either way, at the end of the day, if your moon is coming from this book, which we all believe in 100%, we're not doubting 
every word in it, not, not a word is off, not a letter. So we're having a machlokas, is my amuna coming from the Yitzhiyah's Nisraim that came from the book? Or the Maeser that came from the book? But so if so, it's coming from the Torah. So now my amuna in a Baruch Hu is coming because there's a book. So I believe in the book, I believe in a Baruch Hu. That's what it comes out, right? Nothing wrong. I'm just spelling it out. And if there's something wrong in my logic, tell me because I also, I also am trying to learn. But that's what I'm thinking about. Right? I believe in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Why? How can I believe in this God? Right? Above us. Right? He's everywhere, obviously. Because there's a book between me and a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Because in the book it says, He created the world. There's a God who created the world. Brazil Baruch Hu. There's a Pasuk that says, Hashem took the, the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. And the positive said, God says, But those three psukim are all in a book. Yeah? That's why they believe in the Torah. Our ancestors were there and they passed to their children to their children. So even if, even if we didn't have the Torah, let's just say, the fact that we had our ancestors in the Torah that left saw the miracles, saw the, the answer that they passed it down. I don't know if it... Le- it's hard to know, but would it have gotten passed down if there wouldn't have been a book? I don't know if it would have lasted. Look at all the nations of the world. Do they, are they connected to their ancestors? Now, they don't have a book like we have. And it's the Torah that keeps, I think, Laman Yedi and... But then, even if you say that, so I'm, again, so now, I'm believing in a Kaddish Baruch Hu because it was passed down from my fathers who were in Mitzrayim, Hashem took them out, that there was a God who took them out. So at the end of the day, I'm still believing in a Kaddish Baruch Hu because of a, a medium, a mediator, my ancestors, let's say. But I don't think it would have lasted that. I don't think we would have made it if not for the Torah. But, but similar. What, what if you just have a, a not where belief that there's something greater than you? So, you, you, you know, so that's a double sign. You know that there's something greater than you. That so so I, I think... Without, without, without a book, that is well, yeah, okay, we're going to get back to that in a second, yeah? I, I, I think you have to say that the, you believe in both of them, not one is because of the other, because, because then you could ask, like Dove said, you know, why believe in the book? Just because the book says you should believe in it, but that, that's ultimately, it's a choice. It's a choice. I don't want to make anybody co from over here, because at the end of the day, belief is something that you can't ha- also have logic to sometimes, and therefore, we believe in the Torah, because... We believe the Torah was given to Moshe, Ben, and Harsina, and we believe it, 100%. I'm trying to get at something deeper. Of course we believe in the Torah, and many people live with that Torah as their source of Amunah, and that's fine, that's great, 100%. But when the Shara B'Talchan is speaking, now you didn't really learn earlier, but you don't see him bringing rayas from Anoch Yesham Lokecha, at least right here. Even though, really, there is the first Shar in all of Chavos Levavos, the first shah, right? Before this is the Shah of Odesalukim. Before that is the Shah of Bechina. And then is the Shah of, I think it's called Yichud Hashem. Now, I will say, the Shah of Yichud Hashem is seldomly learned. I myself haven't learned it. Why? Because if you read the Shah the, of the, the, the that have come out, they have like warnings upon warnings not to learn this Shah. For different reasons, I don't want to go into it right now. But I listened to those warnings when I was in the beginning of my learning. I'm like, okay, I, you know, they had a whole list of it's big tzaddikim. I don't want to mess with it. So I never learned that, that, that shah. 
Now, as I'm getting a little bit older and I see what's in the Shabbat Tachan and I see what's in the Chavos Avavos and I'm a little more open, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go back to it. I'm curious to see what is over there that's so uh, dangerous because he's, whatever. But we ourselves have to go back. I think it's very, very important. Now, we have two answers over here. Where does Armuna come from? The basic answer seems to be it's somewhat intrinsic of some sort. It says we're believers, right? It says. I mean, Where does it come from? Could it be a, a personal thing for us to take it personally? Not say because we believe of, of there's a medium. No, it's our heart is beating. Who who's allowing us to breathe? Who is doing this for us? Okay, so now so now we have something similar. So who who's the one who who dealt with this? Someone said it before. Avram Avinu. I always speak of this because when this hit me years ago, I'm always thinking about this. Avram Avinu came into a world. There's no Torah. There's no Jews. There's just him. He came to an Amuna, a belief in a Kaddish Baruch who that same God created the world, is compassionate, and all the seven qualities of, of Bitachim. But, a Kodesh, but Avram Avinu came into a world thinking on his own. It was in, in something's inside of me. From his cloyus, the Medrash says, from his kidneys, he came to a belief. You have to know what that means. It means in the panemia, it's intrinsic. He has a heart, his heart's beating. How's my heart beating? How'd I get a heart? The most basic of basic questions. These are questions that a person should ask himself. Even though we're coming after Avram, coming after Moshe, coming after David, we have a Torah, and of course we believe in all of it, and it's 100% MS. But there's a certain Amkus, there's a certain MS, there's a certain Chizik and Gevura that a person can get if he thinks like Avram Avinu. Because then, with the Torah, and 100% we believe in it, so I do all day. With that, you can make a direct line of Amun Abitach and straight to Kaddish Baruch not to say the Torah is wrong in any way. The Torah is 100% right. But it's like, you know, you, you ask a guy, you need something from, from, from guy A. So he asks guy B, who's friends with guy A, can you ask guy A to help me? So he asks guy B, and B calls guy A. And guy A then takes a day to answer, and then guy A says, okay, I'll help him. So then he go, guy A calls guy B, then calls you back. And then you say, okay, but how about this? And it, you're going back and forth. It takes days and days. And you're like, enough of this already. Let me just call guy A already. Right? So we need sometimes guy B to connect us to guy A. There's a lot of guy B that we need. But at a certain point, you need to, gotta, you, you need to go straight to the source. right? You can't deal with people through mediums every single time. And it could be multiple layers. So we need a Torah. And we need our mitzvahs. And we need all the svarim in this room. And we need our rebbeim, of course. We need all that. Those are all guy Bs. But if you want a strong emuna. A strong bitachon, you need to go straight to Alf. Have to. You have to go there. And that's with thinking, which Kaddish Baruch gave you an ability to think. That's with Dibor. You could talk straight to Kaddish Baruch. We do it during Tefillah every single day. All of Tefillah is really a Muna. Tefillah is not Torah. Tefillah came from the Alphas, came from Avram Vino, came from Yitzhak, came from Yaakov before there was a Torah. Right? That's what tefillah is. This is so important. It's, it's so simple. It's so basic. 
And that's why it's so important. It's the Aleph. Now, it might be obvious to people, but sometimes it's important to speak it out and to think about it broken down because then it, it can resonate in the heart. These are, you should, a person should ask himself, you should wake up in the morning. Wow, how did I wake up this morning? Because the Torah says you woke up? We, we learn like that in school sometimes. And there is some truth to that. Why am I doing this mitzvah? Because the Torah says to do the mitzvah. True, because the Kaddish Baruch Hu decided that there should be a mitzvah. Not to take anything away from the Torah. That's, the Torah in every single oath is Hashem's Ratzin. So if you believe in, 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 in Aleph, if you believe in the Kaddish Baruch Hu strong, you'll keep Beis a lot better. You'll keep the Torah much better. But we go backwards. We believe in the Kaddish Baruch Hu because it's a Torah. And therefore, if I, have a, if I have a problem with something the Torah says, then your Amun in the Kaddish Baruch Hu goes away. Because your whole belief in the Kaddish Baruch Hu is through a Torah. So if you don't like one of the mitzvahs, and therefore the Torah like, eh, whatever, yeah, I believe it, uh, whatever, then your entire Amunah is shaky. Your Amunah in the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's very, very subtle, and people might not even believe what I'm saying. You don't have to. But if you do believe what I'm saying, then I, I behoove everybody who's listening to take time every day. The basic Yisodos, Amuno, why do I believe? Think about, just think about that question in a quiet time. Why do I believe in a Kodesh Baruch And the answer is, because I'm alive. How else could it be? I'll prove it. That's Amuno. Amuno is you can't prove it. But that's why I believe it. Not because the Torah says that I'm alive, therefore I'm... Yes? I think? Yes. Quite important. So simple, so basic, things that we didn't do when we were younger. It could be that we weren't ready for it when we were younger. Right? There's a certain age, right? We, we need to download a lot of Torah until we can even go back to the most basic things, which is a moon. Sometimes it's like that. But we have to sometimes, we have to drop the Shadchan. Sometimes Rebbe talks about that. To drop the Shadchan. The Torah could even be the Shadchan. It doesn't mean stop learning Torah. Learn Torah even more. But... The, your connection has to straight to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. I guarantee if you go straight to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and those who have, their Torah learning is better, their davening is better, their mitzvahs are better. Because you're going straight to the source. There's a real relationship. Now when I do a mitzvah, why am I doing a mitzvah? Because I have a relationship to the Torah, because I kiss and hug the Torah and Simchus Torah, and, and the Torah is my wife? Or because a Kaddish Baruch Hu is my father, chasen and kal, however you want to... Every mitzvah, I'm doing the rutzen of the creator, of my, of my creator, of every, of my every single breath. Basic, very important. I would spend five, ten minutes every single day on it. Change your life. Also, your trust will be much stronger because if all of our bitachon is based on our amuna, right? Alpha is amuna, based bitachon, right? Just, it just happened to be that way, right? Alpha is amuna, based bitachon. So if all of our bitachon that we're trying to work on and be calm and live with the Kaddish Baruch happily and trust Him and believe that He can do anything and believe that and He can. He took us out of Mitzrayim and He gave us Matan Torah and the Kaddish Baruch can make miracles and He does. But to then also trust that whatever He says goes. You have to have the Amun in the Kaddish Baruch first. Hashem is compassion. Hashem is the strongest. Hashem is the one who knows me. So we have to get to the Kaddish Baruch first. You work on that strong, you'll have much stronger bitachon. Much, much stronger. I, I think that people are starting, they start with the Sefer Bitachon because they, they, wanna, they do want to connect and they want to be happy and they want everything the Shabbat Bitachon says, but, but they're jumping steps. 
can't really work on Shabbat Tochen until you have a Muna. It's a very subtle mistake. Everybody thinks they have a Muna. And we are Maminim, B'nai Maminim, intrinsically. But it hasn't been actualized yet. That is so important. Because we live by our own revealed state. Is it? No, no, Amunah and a Kaddish Baruch is, is, is the relationship we have with a Kaddish Baruch. Amunah in a Torah is a Shadchan to a Kaddish Baruch. Amunah in a Rebbe, who teaches us to have Amunah in a Kaddish Baruch, if we, if that's our, if we have a triangle, then the, then, then the Rebbe is a Shadchan. And then we're just always calling the Shadchan. Could you imagine a Chassan Kal to get married and he's still calling the Shadchan to talk to his wife? Can you ask my wife if we can go out to, on Tuesday at 2, 2 o'clock? The Shadchan has to call your wife? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Right? We still need the Torah. Again, I'll be very clear. There's no fear here. 100% Torah's emes. Stick with that. Never drop it for a second. The shot is the greatest shot ever. And will always be the greatest shot. But at some point, it's a shot for Kaddish Baruch Hu, And then after you get to Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Torah doesn't become the shot anymore. The Torah is something totally different. The Torah becomes doing the rutzen of your, of your wife. Right? You have a shot that get, helps you get to this girl. Eventually you marry her, you drop the Shadchan, right? So you, you, the Torah helps you sometimes. The Torah helps us, right? When we're kids, you can't go straight to Kodesh Baruch We need the Torah, we need to be taught, first grade, second grade, third grade, we, oh, we need all that. But at a certain point, we got the Torah, we do the mitzvahs, so now go straight to a Kodesh Baruch drop the Shadchan. Now you're married to a Kodesh Baruch you have a moon and be talking on a Kodesh Baruch Now guess what the Torah becomes? Not a Shadchan anymore. It becomes the greatest revelation the greatest love object between you and your beloved, the Kaddish Baruch. Right? That's what happens. It's a process. It's an amazing process, but sometimes people never really drop that shadch, and therefore the Torah always says a shadch, and therefore it's like, I like it, I don't like it, I'm not sure, I don't really understand, therefore I'm upset. But if we have, if we're married to a Kaddish Baruch straight, if we go straight to him, we believe in him straight, we have a relationship with him straight, it don't matter if you understand the tosis or not. You're, you're doing what he wants. You're just That's it. That's what he wants. I'm doing it. <clears throat> it's not a shanchanim. It's a totally different experience. It's a totally different reality. I know everybody's probably following me intellectually. But if you think about it, it's a homa pecha. If you've never thought about this. Could be that everybody's thought about this before. But if not, it changes everything. It really changes everything. Your approach to mitzvahs. It's not, it's not, it's not avdus, it's not, I have to. That's when the Torah is a shadchan to Kaddish Baruch. I have to fulfill his will. And Evid, do it. But it's avdus. But when you eventually drop the shadchan, go straight to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, now the Torah is not anymore, I have to, I want to. I really, really want to. Because when a person goes back to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and they have to go back to Shara Vodazilakim, if they go back to Shara Bechina, what are in those? What are in those gates of the of the of the chavos of all of us? And some of us we were zochah to learn together years ago. That's where the chavos of all of us explains to us in very simple amuna that are very very basic. Kaddish Baruch created the world. Every single thing in the physical world is from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Every heartbeat, every animal, all the science, everything is him. And every single moment we live from that. Every breath you take, the circulation, the veins, the blood, all the zachin, everything, every single second is from him. 
And it's a gift from Kaddish Baruch Hu to you. Like Avram Avinu. That's how he lived. I called Shar Vazilakim. If you remember, if you remember, Shar Avram Avinu. That's what I called it. Because that's what he did. You have to go back. Maybe we will go back after this. So when you have this relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that you really believe him, and everything that you have, again, it's, it's a leap of faith at the end of the day. You can't prove it. But you believe there's a God. And everything that's going through your life is from him. Everything. Every sunny day. And you're thinking like this. And it's filling your system. So then you come to want to serve him. Want to do his mitzvahs. Want to keep his Torah. How could you not? Like the Chavos of himself says. If someone's... It's, it's, you have to get emotional about it, but we'll just say it very quickly. It's not going to give it justice. But if someone saved your life, mamish, you were mamish, were in, in sinking, drowning, and someone pulled you out, your entire life you'd be indebted to this person because he gave you life. So Kaddish Baruch Hu gives you life every single second. You're, we're totally indebted. We should want to serve. But that's only if you feel and you connect that he's the one who's giving you everything. So when you feel that, the, that everything's coming from outside, into you, from him, and everything on the inside is from him, then the output of your system should be, I want to serve you, Kodesh Baruch I want to. You don't have to tell me, right, if a kid would be makir tov, if we, right, all of our children, if they would be makir tov, the way that we would love them to be, and we also should be makir tov, but if they would appreciate that they have a roof over their head, and they have food whenever they want it, and they have all the toys, they have all the gadgets, they have schooling, and we spend millions and millions of dollars upon, on them, and the kid would think about it. Wow, unbelievable what my parents do for me. He would want to take out the garbage. He would want to clean his room. He would want to bring his parents nachas. It's not so, right? That, that would be in a perfect world. We want to train them to that. So the same thing on Kaddish Baruch He's the Tati. He gives us everything. We take it all in. Appreciate it. Don't just say thank you. Appreciate it. Think about it. Let it, let it bubble inside. Think about every breath you take. Think about everything that you have. Basic. And then, wow, Kaddish Baruch I want to do whatever you tell me to do. Shem says, well, I have this Torah um, here. That's actually what I want you to do. Can you follow this one? Yeah, of course. It takes learning. It takes mitzvahs. Okay, I'll do it. You don't have to finish it all in one day. But you're not a ben chorin, do whatever you want. Here's the Torah. If you, Jew, you, you've taken upon yourself, you believe me? So this is what I want you to do. And, she, and the, and the Yitzhah says, I'm ready to do it. I'm happy to do it. And the Kodesh says, don't worry. If you make mistakes, it's okay. You can do tshuva. Don't worry about it. Try your best. Jew says, this is great. I, I can do this. I want it. This is amazing. And the Shabbat says, get, let me tell you even better than that. Everything I'm telling you to do in the Torah, it's really for your benefit. It's not even for me. It's really to make you a better person. Because guess what? If you keep the Torah and you keep all the mitzvahs and you keep all the musr and the chassidus, you're going to be a happy person. You're going to be a tranquil person. You're going to be able to live life in the greatest way. So the whole Torah is really for you anyway. So Jesus says, wow, not only do I owe you everything, I'm ready to serve you, then the way I serve you is really by making me a better person, and it's good for me, it benefits me. This is the greatest gift of all time. Wow. This is really how it is. Of course you trust in a Kaddish Baruch. Ah, things aren't going the way I like it. No, one second. No, I trust on the Kaddish Baruch this, this is exactly the way it's supposed to be. Maybe I needed some realignment. Maybe I did something in the past. Maybe I did something in the future. I don't know, but I trust everything. He gave me breath yesterday, so, and it's the same one who's giving me the test today, so it must be perfect. It must be great. It's not always that easy. So that, that was Bitoch. 
Emuna, Bichina, Shavar Salakim. This was this was the first Shar two, three, and four of. It's actually one, two, three, and four. Right, the Emuna. Again, I'm not sure I'm going to learn that. Get back to that. The whole world, everything comes from him. Therefore, I want to serve him. Shavar Salakim, Avram Vino, and then Shavar This is the process. But again, if we just start from Shlav 4, you're really missing a lot. Right? Make sense? And when you think about this again and again, you come to the, and then you understand, well, we'll slowly wrap it up, that I'm a messenger, because we're, we're, we're going to chaz over. Right? Everything that's come up till now, part of my life, or really my whole life, is I'm a messenger for Kaddish Baruch also. He gives me, but also he sends me into this world to get married if we can, to have children, Parnasa, Ruchnius. Right? He sends us into the world. We meet a lot of people. We have friends. We have family. So it's not just about me. It's about also my connection to other people. Right? And I sometimes have to do what people ask me to do. Or sometimes I have to ask from people. Right? That's really what we're holding right now in Shabbat Right? How our actualized Bitochen works with other people. Remember that's what we were up to? I know it's a little while ago. So I'm just like, like landing now. And we're up to the... Here, I'll give, you, I'll give you a line here that we read already. I'll just read it in English. It's on page 160. Similarly, if either a superior or a subordinate of his makes a request of him, somebody asks you to do something, a friend, a boss... Even a low, a lower person, maybe in, in in the business, he should wholeheartedly make every effort to perform it. <clears throat> People ask you a request, wholeheartedly you should try to you should try to do it. Your kids ask you, wholeheartedly you should try. I'm supposed to do everything else, every single thing my kid asks me to do. I'm supposed to. I can help everybody. But if we have our heads set right, I mean, how are we making that decision? Who I help, who I don't help. How do we make the decision? Well, um, either I could base it on, well, this guy uh, didn't help me when I asked him, or this guy did help me, or I could benefit from this guy. Is that where our decision making is coming from? Probably a lot of it is. But how should we be making decisions in life? Again, I'm just this is just one prat within a prat within a prat of the sugi bitachim. We're just trying to land now. Well, if I'm, I'm a messenger of a kaddish I'm a messenger. Therefore, sometimes the Kaddish Baruch is going to task me to help somebody else. Always, always for my benefit. Of course, for this person who's asking, but, right? I trust that everything in my life that, I, that comes my way and I have to do is really ultimately for my benefit. So even if I have to bend over backwards to help somebody, and it could be a guy I don't even like so much. I'm not, I'm not telling you in every situation how to yes or no. But we have to think, I'm a messenger of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu's asking me to do this. That person speaking, he's just a messenger of a Kaddish Baruch Hu to ask me. It's really coming from him. And now between me and God, the one who I believe in, the one who gives me everything that I have, right, if we can live this way, the one who I've decided I have to serve him, he gives me everything, and the one I fully trust, who's now asking me to do this favor for this person, should I do it or should I not do 
So even if it's late at night and you're getting tired and you're in your pajamas and you just want to be lazy and it's like, no, I can't help you. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't come out right now. If we look at it in this way, maybe your answer will change. And I can't go into details now of every single case. But everything in Shabbat Tachon, we're trying to train our heads the proper way of thinking, the proper processing, which starts God first. Today we've opened it up big time. Where our belief comes from, right? Where are we trusting? Where is it all coming from? And in that way we can make proper decisions. If we don't have this setup then any decision we make may be totally off. I'm not saying it is. But it could be. I'm sorry, sir, I can't help you. I, I, this guy says, I, but I need $100. I need it. I really, really need it. I can't help you. He asked the guy, why can't you help him? I just can't. Why not? It's, it's too much. Why not? Why is it too much? You don't have $100 in your bank? I'm not telling anybody to give my... I'm not... It's not my point. But if a person would say, well, if you'd be honest, I just don't feel like giving him money. It's my hard-earned money. Why should I give it to this guy? Then you say to the guy, you say to him, but there's a mitzvah tzedakah. So the guy says, I give tzedakah. Why do I have to give this guy? Okay. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. Just playing out somebody in his own mind doing it to himself. Well, how about if I told you that you were asked by a Kaddish Baruch to give this person? What if I told you that a Kaddish Baruch gives you all the money you have and therefore some of that money is already earmarked according to Shabbat Tachlan, it's already earmarked towards Sadakas. You don't need all that money in your bank account. Really, a lot of that money is you can't even use it. Maybe it's, it's really for other people. These kinds of thoughts will only come to a person who has bitachan and who's worked through the sugi of Amun. I'm not judging anybody. Who knows? I, I make mistakes all the time also. But at least we should start thinking properly. From the beginning, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, to the one who gives us everything we have, for real, for real, to the one who I want to serve, if we can get there, to now the one who I'm currently serving. Mitzvah Shem will pick it up next week.